Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Along with my tag team partner and co-host, Obed, I am Sherm. We are bringing you a very special edition of What's the Word Entertainment today. Um, as the world, of course, knows, just a few days ago, a tragedy occurred as a helicopter crashed in the Calabasas, California area and took the lives of nine people, uh, most notably that of the life of basketball legend and great Kobe Bryant. Tonight, we will discuss his life and legacy throughout the show, as this one is completely dedicated to him. Uh, this was undoubtedly one of the saddest days, not only for the basketball world or sports world in general, but for many others as well. Uh, joining Obed and I this evening is our well-known guest, uh, Chris, live from Philadelphia, our local basketball insider, Anu, from New York, and a first-time guest in Los Angeles native, John. Uh, glad to have you on board. Um, I mean, there's so many things that can be said about Kobe. Um, if you guys don't mind, I'll just start I'll start us off here. Um, first, you know, I mean, just thinking about Kobe, his career and his life and things like that. My favorite highlight, I would say, of Kobe Bryant is back, I think it was in 2003 at Madison Square Garden. Where he did that baseline reverse jam. He went by Latrell Sprewell, dunked on him. That was probably my favorite highlight of his career. Um, a fond memory I have of Kobe Bryant um, is when him winning his fourth championship, the first one without Shaq, and him at the end and celebrating in there in Orlando um, at the time with his then then two daughters, uh, Natalia and Gianna, uh, which we'll talk about as well, who lost their life in the crash as well. Um, that was I'm sure a very very special moment for him, you know. Um, Couple other things I wanted to guys you wanted to talk about uh, his ranking, you know, where he's at on the greatest of all time players list. He's undoubtedly top ten, arguably top five of all time. Um, he had a tremendous impact, you know, you know, for the game of basketball. You know, as just as a fan, you know, he just was that guy who was just kind of stood out at all times. You know, always that one to work hard no matter what the case was. Um, and also, if you guys, I don't know if you're sure if you saw that the league actually canceled tonight's uh, Lakers-Clippers game in L.A. Um, out of respect for the uh, Lakers organization, of course. Um, whether it's the right thing to do or, you know, what Kobe may have wanted, you know, I, of course, I can't answer that question. But I don't think it was a you know, there's no wrong whether they played the game or not. There is no wrong decision here. But I understand it. Um, but just really kind of focusing just on his impact and what he meant to the game of basketball. There are so many kids that, you know, that grew up watching Kobe Bryant, playing like Kobe Bryant, wearing the number eight or even the number 24 because of Kobe Bryant, you know, rocking Kobe sneakers and things like that. Um, he not only transcended basketball, you know, he transcended basketball where he was doing so many different things, you know, outside of the game. Um, and he meant to, well to so many different people. He tried to inspire both male and female athletes, um, media, things like that, you know. Um, and what, I, I have a quote, actually, I'd like to share with you guys. One of a famous Kobe Bryant quote, or a no, unknown Kobe Bryant quote, that just on inspiration, it, it says, quote, The most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great at whatever they want to do, end quote. That just goes to show you just how he wanted to just change 
help help people just change for the better and do more because he always felt you should always live up to your expectations, you exceed your expectations even, you know? He wanted to do better no matter what he was doing, whether it be basketball, whether it be off the court with his family and friends, you know, things like that. He just always wanted to be great and he wanted to let people realize their full, make sure people re, uh, utilize their full potential, you know? Um, it's just something that I think we should all really adhere to and really try to live forward. Um, I mean, his love of the game, I think, goes without question, you know, and how he wanted to make his teammates better and things like that. You know, it was funny because <laughs> and if you guys remember during his final game where he dropped 60 um, during his speech, he said he went his whole career with with everyone tell people telling him pass the ball pass the ball and the last night they were telling him not to pass it <laughs> you know um but he always just wanted to make everyone better and be at their best and to me that's just a tremendous quality that we should all strive to have um i'll throw it over to you uh, obed uh, to you next sir um and if you can just touch on a few different areas of course you know like to have you Give us your favorite highlight from his career, maybe your fondest memory as well, where you think he ranks on the all-time list. Um, you know, what does he mean to you as a basketball fan and your thoughts on them canceling the game tonight? Yeah, thanks, Sherman. Uh, again, you know, really sorrowful, sad time. Uh, you never want to think that you won't get the opportunity to see Kobe Bryant off the field, off the court, um, right? It just didn't occur to us that he would be gone. Uh I know I was looking forward to him like coming out and being this persona for us that understood the game so well, right? I, we laugh at uh, some of his Mamba commercials, one in which he had Kanye West, and Kanye was, was in the crowd and was just like, how can I be more of me? And Kobe looks at him and he says, can you be the same beast but a different animal? And just Kanye's retort is like, what, what the F do you mean, Kobe Bryant? And everybody applauds, right? Because Kobe, <laughs> when, you, when you think about Kobe Bryant, that is what he needed to be. We think about his career uh, in the beginning, winning those championships with uh, with Shaquille O'Neal. And much to your, to your point, Sherman, you see him on the second half, that fourth championship he won without him, just how happy he was to know that he could do it, right? That he could get it done. Um, I would say favorite highlight from Kobe's playing career uh, when they were, I, I don't, not sure if it was the playoffs, but Matt Barnes off of the inbound with the ball fake and Kobe had ice in the veins. He's <laughs> not flinching. I mean, it just one that you even tried to try him, I think just says so much about what it's like to, to see him in action, right? Me being somebody who, you know, born in the eighties, lived through the nineties. I watched Jordan be Jordan. Right. So mm -hmm. when it's for me, it's less of, Oh man, I grew up as uh, as a Kobe guy. Like, no, Kobe was the reason I continue to be excited about the sport of basketball because he continued to carry that torch for Jordan. Um, right. I think right. as far as a, a ranking in the all time players list, I, he's absolutely top 10, you know, I hard pressed to say top five dead or alive because you can't forget about so many players that came before him and paved the way for him to be who he was. Um, but it's, it's hard, right? Because uh, he was part of our lifetime. Uh, somebody will probably come out here and be like, yo, Pistol Pete Maravich was that dude. And, you know what I mean? Like he'll go off on about, about Kareem, which yes, Kareem is one of the guys, but you know, to me, I feel like he is he is one of those standout players from the top 10, at least top seven. Um, yeah, he gave me a reason to be excited about basketball. 
you know, I w- I'm not the hugest basketball fan. I really like, like I said, lived through the 90s. So I remember playing, uh, was that NBA 96 and on Super Nintendo and it not having Michael Jordan in it, but you could play as player 99 who it would, it would slow down. And then when you did a, a slam dunk, it would do the Jordan pose in the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, so he helped carry that torch, man. He was he was a highlight reel waiting to happen. I'm one of my favorite plays he ever did was uh, out of the corner hit a three with his left hand, and uh, Mark Cuban stood up and started applauding him. Just did the dude was dirty. Um, do I agree with the canceling of the Lakers game? I mean, I I they almost shut down the Grammys to go out there and pay tribute to the house that he built. So I don't a hundred percent agree with it, but I think it was the right move. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, I mean, Obed, if you can quickly um, maybe perhaps talk about maybe his family life at all, um, you know, maybe some different, you know, some difficult times he had um, in his career, um, you know, even maybe his global fame and, and national presence. That would be great as well, too, just because, I mean, he was just so much bigger than basketball. If you, I'm sure you would agree. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, he is also he's been a huge philanthropist, but, you know, he's always been a very global citizen of the world. Uh, as we know, his he's the son of Joe Jellybean. If you don't know, Joe Jellybean Bryant, who also played in the NBA, uh, who then in the 84 took his family to Italy, uh, where Kobe is named for whatever reason from a, about a, by a city in Japan. Um, but while mm-hmm. they were in uh Italy, he, he still built that love and passion of basketball following his father. So he comes back there in Philly, goes on and. Uh... All right. So let's let me let me jump into some of the serious stuff here, because there was something that came up today that I thought was very uh, upsetting. Um, uh, so we do all recognize that in 2003, uh, LeBron, uh, excuse me, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant did deal with a rape allegation charge. Uh, he was in Edward, Colorado. Um, having surgery done on July. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, bet. I think I lost you there for a second. Um, oh, he's at the lodge. Oh, there you, there you go. Say that one more time. I think we lost you there for about 10 seconds there. You're talking oh. about qu- quickly about Colorado. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was there having surgery uh, and ended up, he did not end up, but is accused of having a non-consensual uh, sexual encounter with a 19 year old hotel uh, employee there. Um, now, obviously, you know, this while we would say this is a different time, we would say this is something that occurred when individuals, you know, we hadn't had the, the Me Too movement yet. Uh, this did come back to get him, um, I would say, in a very unflattering way to the woman who made this charge against him. Uh, so Felicia Sanmez uh, tweeted out a 2016 story, maybe some few hours after the incident that resulted in the deaths of uh uh, Kobe Bryant and um, his daughter, uh, Gigi. Um, and it mm-hmm. does stem the question, how do we re- view these individuals who have passed, right? Do we look at their, uh, do we look at their personal uh, things in basketball, or excuse me, their personal life versus what the things they've done in basketball are? Uh, and how does that take away from, you know, do we view them as a person who's given to the love of basketball, who's won an Academy Award winning an Oscar for his short film, animated film? Um, my concern is that individuals are going to go at him uh, really because they want to make a name for themselves. You know, the, we, right, as right. Jerry Jones once said, it is, you know, any any publicity is good publicity. Right. The negative is sometimes as good as the positive. Um 
I, I don't, do I think people forget? Do I think people don't care that this occurred? I think people care that this occurred, but I feel like those questions will come up when they need to. You think of Michael Jackson's passing and how long it took for them to start talking about the events that occurred in Neverland Ranch, right? Uh, supposedly that he had had uh, illicit relations with minors. Um, you know, I, I think people will choose to make their own decision about what they think about Kobe Bryant, but uh, honestly, it's up to each of their own. You're, you're going to embed a right. Uh, what's the card I'm, I'm looking for here? Uh, embalm? No. Mm. You may I, remember I, him in a way that right. you will remember the most. I got you. I got you. I got I'm Perfectly understandable, but I appreciate the insight. Um, Chris, I'll go to you next. Um, just, again, you know, just kind of reflect quickly on, you know, his your favorite highlight or memory of Kobe, you know, where he possibly ranks, you know, what he meant to you as a fan of the game and – Let's maybe even try to talk about some of the tributes from around the league and some celebrities and politicians and things like that, because, of course, there's been an outpouring of that and, you know, what he kind of did off their court as well. Yes, yeah, Sherm, um, this has been a really difficult couple of days for me personally. Um, you know, it really hit hard, you know, just not even just the fact of just Kobe Bryant, obviously the name that we know, but just the overall tragedy of the situation. They had me calling some of my closest friends, family, and just telling them I love them, you know, telling them I appreciate them because it's, it's moments like these that really put life into perspective. Um, my really, my favorite highlight of Kobe's career has to be 2006 uh, playoffs game four against the Phoenix Suns. He gets the ball, comes in, dribbles down, right hash, flies over three guys, scores the game-winning bucket and that infamous Kobe fist pump just like Mike, and then he pulls his jersey and hits his chest all right, on his heart as hard as he can be. Ultimately, the Suns won that series in seven games, but that was my favorite Kobe highlight. Um, my fondest memory of him is actually his final game, uh, You know where he was coming in averaging only 17 points a game that season. The Lakers had only won 16 games, not the success that he nor the um, – you know, the, the, the franchise was used to, but what does Kobe do? Shaq says, yo, Mamba, I dare you to get 50. And what does Shaq say after that game? That mother effort got 60. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> absolutely insane. And just everything from his speech and what we've seen in ESPN over the, this entire last couple of days, the very last thing on a lot of their uh, segues out of the, the segment is Mamba out. It was uh, my favorite, me- favorite memory. Um, where do I think he ranks? I actually have him higher than most. I have Kobe as the fourth best player. Um, my list goes MJ, LeBron, Magic, Kobe, and then it's a coin flip of either Tim Duncan or Kareem. That's my top five. Um, and what does it mean to me as a fan? All you have to say is when you you know, you know crump up a piece of paper and throw it into that trash can, what do we all say? Kobe. Kobe. That's, <laughs> yep. my, that's what it means to me as a fan. And, and I entirely agree with why the league – uh, gave the option to cancel the game. Now, do I think Kobe would have wanted them to play? Absolutely, because of the competitor he is. But I agree with it. Um, and really, just the tributes you see from all over the league, emotional Instagram posts, uh, videos from D. Wade, uh, Carmelo, um, you know, what you saw with the 24-second violations of multiple teams now at various levels, both male and females in the basketball world. I think it's a beautiful tribute. Uh, you have presidents. You have, you know, both current and past talking about this situation, politicians. Um, I thought Ellen DeGeneres gave an amazing speech uh, today on her show. If you didn't get a chance to, definitely go watch. Um, with his off-the-court ventures, we all know about his music or attempted music career, um, you know, his, his collaborations with Brian I forgot McKnight. about that. <laughs> uh, I, I, we actually did a remix of a Destiny's Child song, No, No, No. Uh, but, you know, his, his self <laughs> 
his self-entitled album with K-O-B-E. I mean, should have said no, no, no to that song, but all right. Uh, you know, his movies, as Obed said, you know, um, you know, Dear Basketball was based off of a poet. Some, he loved poetry, like Obed said. You know, he wrote a poem about basically this was going to be his last year in the 15-16 season. Um, and it won an Academy Award, which is actually absolutely amazing. Um, his global fame, his international presence is well known. You know, before there was Yao Ming in China, there was Kobe. Kobe started the 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 international uh, phenomenon, if you want to call it, in China. And honestly, I don't think if it was for Kobe Bryant, there wouldn't be a Yao Ming, and, and the game wouldn't be what it is today. And now, even going into things he's done after with his businesses, with the Mamba, you know, the uh, Mamba Sports Academy, which you know is where he was going and flying to take his daughter to. You know, it, it's for for the young youth, especially young women, um, to get them in the game of basketball and to love it. And, and it's growing and and this is just it's just so hard for me guys to talk even more about it. It's, it's absolutely heartbreaking and devastating to me. Yeah, um, I think we kind of all feel the same as you do, Chris. And well said, my friend. Um, Anu, I will go over to you next. I mean, I'd like to just you know maybe recognize you know some more of his different <clears throat> some more uh, highlights if you can. You know, maybe speak about the Mamba mentality, what it really means to people. But you know, of course. If you can just kind of go through your favorite highlight from his career, maybe your fondest memory and where he ranks and what he meant to you as a fan and just and your and your your um your thoughts on the canceling canceling the game as well. First off, I want to say, Chris, I think you stole my notes, man. <laughs> Literally, man. Ghostwriter. I was about to Ghostwriter. say my favorite shot when he when he pulls his jersey right before what he and I'm like, oh man, you take you're taking my notes over here. And you're you're probably hundreds of miles away. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Telekinesis, huh? All right. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, clutch shots. Like, you know, just playing basketball myself, I notice if I, if I don't score, <laughs> you know, like I know most likely my team won't win. That's what I've noticed. So it's like, you know, being, being a, you know, the guy who has to score or when we need something, be to, be to go to. So it's like, honestly, any one of his clutch shots and, you know, come on, Kobe's one of the top, you know, clutch shooters of all time, right? So that, that, that to me, no one stands out. All of them stand out, right? And um, you know, uh, as I, you know, one of my fondest memories actually the last moment when he said "Mamba out," I was like, man, this guy is such a piece. But the way he said it, so calm and collective, like people, we're having trouble, you know, talking, you know, be, doing this right now, right? Yeah. And uh, it was it it was probably as you would think it was as difficult for Kobe to walk away, but no. And and just the and what the one thing I've learned I actually start to study Kobe more, even more after he retired and what I start to love more was his swag of just how he carried himself in in terms of personality forget the encore and his aggressive you know Mamba mentality but in terms of how he talked right in terms of his style of talking and he was just so elegant I, 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 his swag overall off and on the court altogether Kobe as a Kobe being Bryant as a person. Was 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 something that you know resonated with me, and honestly, this guy has more stats than anybody. I'm I'm looking at like what, almost about ten stats, thirty three thousand five hundred forty three points, eighteen time All Star, five times NBA champ, twelve time All Defensive, four time AS MVP, oh seven oh eight MVP, two times scoring champion, fifteen times All All NBA, ninety six ninety seven All All Rookie. Two times Finals MVP. The list doesn't stop. 
these are just some of the some of the stats. And in terms mm-hmm. of Mama mentality, what he wanted to do with Mama mentality was not what was first be an example. He wanted to be an example, and by being the example, he was able to not only you know show it in person, but he put it into a book format for anybody. So he encoded his legacy forever, right? Of course, through people, right? But if if people were to vanish off the planet Earth, books books find a way to stay around, right? That's how you know. That's how we get to know about history. We 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 dig up books. We dig up you know um, um, artifacts. We dig we dig up stuff, right? We find it, right? And then we get to know about those eras, those times in in, in the in the past. And so the mama mentality, you know, I, I told you, just it just happens to be. Unknowingly, this guy happened to just, you know, go tragically. Just so sad. I I was actually studying this guy because I, I started to fall in love with his mama mentality. I was like, how can I, you know, take my life to another level? What, do, you know, who 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 do I idolize and and what do I idolize about them? And so I was like Kobe Bryant. So I started to watch everything I can. And the first thing I started to type about a year ago into YouTube, I was like, all right, Kobe Bryant, mama mentality. And I got to understand it was like, you know, to to. It was like full core press for him, twenty four seven, right? Be, see, what we what we think what we saw on the on the scenes, he was more aggressive. Like what you saw on his face, it was he actually um, displayed that more behind the scenes through research and asking endless amount of questions to other greats. He would ask KD a question like, um, you know, how'd you get out of this pin down? He goes, "You're Kobe," you know, like Kobe's asking me. He, but no matter what. He wanted to know how other people did whatever so he could he could combine everything and then he could go get even better. People didn't understand that, right? That was only that was only Kobe's mentality, only only his mind. Only he got that. But now we're all gonna see that. Everybody's studying him more. More more stories are coming out, right? We're able to piece this stuff piece together now. And I mean Right. We we could we could go on forever, but like like Chris said, this is this is just a um tough time, man. This is just a tough time. And I'm glad we're doing this. You know, keeping his name and legacy going on. You know, mm. and mm. Uh, I ju- I'm just glad we got an LA native coming up next. Uh, you know, really, so, so someone you know, born and bred, and you know, um, right, John, right. our, our, our uh, next guy. You know, born and bred. This is his superhero. This is his icon. This is, this is everything to him. And I'm just glad. You know, we get a, we get a um, you know couple minutes from him, man. Yeah. Welcome to- um. Um. I knew I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like to welcome in John, for the, uh, like I said, a first time guest here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, I appreciate you being here. Um, yeah, you know, as Anu said, you know, you're an LA native. Um, you know, you grew up, you know, watching Kobe Bryant, of course, things like that. You know, as you know, same questions to you, John. You know, first, you know, I'd like to get, you know, what's your favorite highlight, your fondest memory, things like that, and then you really. What was it like? Tell us, tell us really, what was it like watching him play in LA? You know, and what did he really mean to you? And also to the city of Los Angeles, and and really give me give me an give me a sense of give us a sense of what really is the mood like in this in this city uh, since this uh, tragedy occurred. All right, uh, yo, what's up, guys? Uh, thank you, Sharon, for having me on. You know, it's my first time ever doing anything like this, so uh, apologize if I have any slip ups. No, no problem. Appreciate yeah, it. All right, so uh, thanks for coming. My favorite highlight from Kobe's career. Well, like, there's so many to choose from, but. One that comes up right now that I just remember so vividly, like watching on TV is one against Sacramento, like around 2008 or 2009. It was like um, obviously a buzzer beater. It was Kobe got the the ball like around the the left three point 
line and then um just shot it and it went in and i just remember that like watching that growing up and like i just just was like so amazed and that has to be my favorite kobe moment but there's also other great ones like when he won the 2010 finals and then he ran with the ball and went on like the stat where the where the announcers like sit at and he just standing Mm -hmm. on the table and all the fans were just cheering him and he was like screaming right it was just such like an amazing moment um, and there was also the one over D Wade when he hit the three, the bank shot over D Wade. That one was crazy because he was like yeah, double teamed great, or whatever. Like, that was a good one. That was yeah. a great. <laughs> there's just so many. You know, you could just keep definitely, going on definitely. and on. I think he hit like twenty yep. something game winners in his whole in his whole career. So um, yeah, there's just so many. My favorite memory, uh, fondest memory of Kobe off the court has to be like when I kind of met him one time. Um, around 2005, 2006, my oldest really? brother, Miguel, mm-hmm. uh, took us to go see, cause there was an event, like, you know, sometimes, uh, soccer teams come to LA or New York yeah. or whatever to come, um, play like a preseason game. And Kobe was a fan of soccer. So he came to see Barcelona, like there was, um, in Hollywood. And then there was like an event where, where like the basketball players, not the basketball players, the soccer players were, were like meeting the fans. And then Kobe came, it was like during the summer. So Kobe wasn't in yeah, season. Yeah, that was crazy. So um, I remember Kobe got off an ele- got off the elevator on like where I was at, and he like dapped up my brother Miguel, and then um, like I was really small, I think I was like seven years old, and I like yeah. was like on the ground and I like, like crawled through like the crowd, and I remember just touching Kobe's ankle. I just wanted to touch him, you know. I was like, right. I was like, this is like <laughs> this is Kobe, you know. Right. And, um, so right. I literally just touched his ankle. Like I wonder like if like his security guards even noticed or anything, but I just remember that. <laughs> Whose man is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just had to like, I just had to touch Kobe, you know, because he was like so, like like a god to me, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Johnny, yeah, if like I said, if you can just you know quickly kind of like I said, let us know what it was just being in LA, you know, what he means to the city and what he means, you know, just with being from LA is, I really like to just really help under, help us understand that and you know, what it's been like around the city since, since this accident. Well, Kobe was like an idol to everyone in LA, not even just sports fans. Like I got so many family members that don't even watch basketball. Like I do that still like, we're so shocked that Kobe really died. And Kobe was just, like, the most famous man in L.A., like, regardless, like, of any celebrity, anybody, he was, he was number one in L.A. Like, every, he has murals all around town, like, even before he passed away. Like, there's, like, he has to have, like, at least, like, five murals all over L.A. And um, he was just, like, the man in L.A. Like, I'm sure, like, everyone in L.A. knows who Kobe is. Like, 80-year-old immigrants know who Kobe is, you know? And, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's just really sad feeling in L.A. right now. It's like, it's just, you know, you could tell, like, the first, like, the day he died, like, it was just, it was just sad, you know. It was like, it was also, like, coincidentally, like, a really cloudy day, like, really somber mood. And, um, you know, Staples Center was packed. I was actually, I was going to go tonight. I'm probably going to go tonight to Staples Center. And it's just like, okay. Uh, like, I can't can't put it into words, you know? It's just, like, you're the most famous, most loved man in L.A., like, passed away, you know? So unexpectedly. Right, right. Ha- has there been any additional, like, memorials that have been started? I know, I know that, like you said, State by Staples Center, people started leaving flowers and notes and things like that. Has there been anything, any others that have been started around the city at all that you're aware of? Um, I think, like, in Calabasas, where, where the helicopter crashed, 
I think people were trying to set some stuff up there, but I don't think the police were letting them because the, okay. like the area's closed off. Right. And right. Um, yeah, I know like around kind of close to where I live, over in uh, like 20 minutes from here in Northridge, there's a mural just in a random alley. And like I know people were setting up some stuff there because I seen some some friends of mine went there. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just as we all said, it's just what it's just a very a very very sad sad day for. Well, this was you know it was a sad day for not only the sports world but just everyone in you said uh, the whole entire city of Los Angeles. Um, I, I appreciate it, John. Um, really, just guys, just want to kind of open up the floor here to anyone. You know, if you have any other thoughts or memories or quotes or anything else that you'd like to share um i can start off just with with you a bit first and then you can throw it over to anyone that you like just just quickly i mean just just tell me just really or you know what you were kind of what is really your thoughts on how he really just affected people and i don't know anything just so bad what what are you what else is there else i'm not sure what else we can say but you know um feel free sir um, thank you, Sherman. Uh, again, John, thank you very much for that. That is just like, you, you never understand what it's like to have a God, right? That you guys have for a team that you love, a city that you love, a place that you've mm-hmm. been and you recognize for your entire life. I, I'm a huge Patriots fan. Patriots fan. Oh, my man, and you got the, the mural right there. I'm a huge Patriots fan, and I could not imagine if Tom Brady passed away right now unexpectedly. Like, what? Oh, yeah. would, you know what I mean? Because That'd be crazy, yeah. You're talking about a guy who, 20 years in the game, top of the league, always thought about this guy is going to be there for us when we need him, right? He's the guy that gets it done, just like Anu was saying. You look for that guy who's going to, to get do what it needs to do, what needs to be done, and we can follow him. That's what Tom Brady is to me. And if like he just passed away, I don't, I wouldn't know what to say. I mean, and and right. You never think about what these guys do to dedicate themselves to to everything they love. Kobe didn't do things in a, a half-assed manner. Sorry to the kids. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I, I in looking back at some of his life, his career, I, I read that. So he was playing basketball, uh, you know, just where he was growing up, hanging around with his father, came back, went to Lower Marion in, in uh, southeast Pennsylvania, took them to the state championships four years in a row, and then the summer afterwards started practicing with the 76ers before he – uh, decided to go ahead and go into the league. Like, I mean, just the the whatever dedication it takes, whatever whatever hard work. It, it's this is on a whole nother level, right? Where I'm like, I'm not even old enough to have a beer, right? I just started driving a car, and I'm gonna go play with grown men, and I'm going to dominate, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Tim Tim Legler, um, and uh, basketball analyst, said that he remembered playing a pickup basketball game. Uh, when with Kobe Bryant, when Kobe Bryant was 15 years old, and it was he was playing against other NBA active NBA players, and he was holding his own. It's just remarkable that the talent that he was, uh, you know, and at such a young age, and just being being just striving, just always make trying to make himself better. Um, Chris Anu, feel free to jump in here anywhere. Uh, just anything else, and I know it's I know again, Chris, I know it's tough for you um, and everyone here. But you know, feel free, like I said, feel free to jump in. Just anything else you want to share? Any quotes? I mean, when you said that, that kind of reminded me of uh, when when Jerry West held a workout for Kobe when he was uh, thinking about drafting him, and he he played him against um, against Larry Drew and Michael Cooper, I believe, and he had one on one against each player, and he just Jerry West said that he just dominated. 
as a 17-year-old before he was even drafted. And from then on, Jerry West just knew that Kobe was going to be, like, a, a great, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... And, and it, you know, the, <clears throat> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Uh, yeah, no, as I was saying, you know, um, you know, the thing with Kobe is, like, so... The way the way he played, the way he held himself as as a person, as Kobe Dean Bryant, on and off the court. So he, what, ha, what what that portrayed was that I could that I could put into you know a couple of words is it was like he was invincible. That's why this death was un, like, of course, unexpected is tragic, but it was like, oh, he can't die. Even he yeah. can't even die in old age. It's like yeah. he was never gonna die because he just looked like. He had he was determined on everything he was gonna do. Like death wasn't in the picture, so yeah. he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna keep going." For him, there was no stopping, right? So when when a person doesn't stop, you're like, "Oh, he's never going to stop. He's he's never gonna fade away. He's yeah. gonna be in the forefront, and he's just gonna be loud like Superman. Like you you know like even Superman for the you know even Kryptonite was so rare. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. for someone you know the you know you know his his the, the the evil assassin, you know, um, he happened to find, you know what I'm saying, the, the yeah. kryptonite that, that happened to take him down. This wasn't even kryptonite. I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to end with this, and then I'll let Chris go anybody else wants to go. Kobe was to L.A. and the world, more so L.A., but, you know, to the world on a global scale, you know, basketball and non-basketball and, and in multiple industries to what water is to the human body. Yeah, no, um, so, I mean, so for me guys personally, like I, I, I um, you know, I am, I'm what's called an empath. I, I feel the emotions of other people and I absorb them very hard. And what hurts me in the most of all this is um, just all the other lives that are affected in this. Um, you know, Shaq talking just very recently today about, you know, little things like, you know, not being able to talk at his Hall of Fame ceremony about joking and say, haha, you know, you got five champs chips kobe i got four you know just trash talk like that and then you know what l duncan actually talked about and her story yesterday on espn when uh kobe came up to her when she was eight months pregnant he was congratulating you know what are you having and he said girl and he said girls are the best and he he talked so much about his love for his daughters and and how his daughter Gigi, who passed away that she was a beast she was way better than him at her age um, and, and just, you know, the fact that he, he would love to have five more daughters with his wife, Vanessa, if he could, um, and, and just, you know, and not just the, the, the Bryant family guys, but we have to remember there were three other families affected by this one, completely, completely lost. Um, and right, right, right. Difficult situation. And to think, um, about this horrible tragedy. So, you know, I just, want to say you know my my prayers and thoughts are with everyone involved not just the Bryant family of this you know horrific situation oh absolutely Chris I mean yeah I mean we have to remember there was there were nine lives in total on that uh, that were lost on that day um I mean in just just kind of going off Kobe you know to me you know Ob- going off kind of what Obed said you know he's a big Patriots fan and you know to him if he were to perhaps lose Tom Brady this would affect him a great deal for me to me, it's Michael Jordan. Um, if, if if this was happened, let's say to Michael Jordan, I I don't even know where I would be, you know. And as everyone knows, I got I got Jordan tatted on my leg. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm one of the big biggest Michael Jordan fans there is. I mean, Chris, you know that. A new, you know that as well too. Um, Absolutely. You know, I mean, 
but Kobe, you know, like I said, he transcended basketball. You know, people knew him all over the globe. You know, mentioned that he, whether it be in China, in Japan, in Europe, you know, he he grew he he spent some time in Italy. Italy, I think Obet mentioned before too. Um, he spoke several languages. He spoke it spoke Italian. He spoke fluent Spanish. You know, I think he was working. You know. Bilingual. Yeah, he was, I think he was even working on speaking in Mandarin or, or even in, even in German, German. One, what German. one report said. Yeah, as well. You know, he just wanted to always make himself better. And that's just something you have to admire. You know, um, I, here's actually another quote quickly that I wanted to share with you guys. It says, if you do not believe in yourself, no one, no one will do it for you. End quote. To me, that's like that's hits the nail right on the head. And it, it's funny because like I, I I actually have a quote that I say, you know, I think it's kind of t- kind of paraphrasing T.O. a little bit. Ain't nobody going to love you like you love yourself. It means you just ha- need to do what is best for you and strive to do better. Try to make the people better around you as well. Um, I mean, Kobe was the epitome of, you know, always wanting to just achieve greatness you know um and even failure failure he was okay with failure um another quote which makes me says once you know what failure feels like determination chases success you know he was okay with failing and failing did not bother him you know uh, he even said if you're afraid to fail then you're probably going to fail you know that did not bother him whatsoever I saw, you know, some highlights of him. He said, you know, no matter what, I think it was his rookie year, playoffs against the Utah Jazz. He missed a game, missed a couple, had a couple of air buck air air balls, you know, to try to tie the game or win the game. And he says, you know what? If I take the last 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 shot and I miss it, so what? Who cares? He's always going to do it. Like he said, maybe it was sw- yeah. Sw- and Shag sw- actually sw- said he was the only one that wanted to take that shot. Right. You know. Like- yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It's like he said, he said, like, like baby was swing big, miss big, you know, who cares? He just wanted to do it. He wanted to be great. You know, um, it's it's just something that we should really, truly admire. Um, we should, you know, uh, really just think about that as a whole. Um, John, I don't know if you have any other last words here or um just I'll throw it to you quickly. Then I know Anu wanted to jump in. I'll go to you next, Anu. But quickly, John, any other last words? And, I, and again, any I do last job. words? Um, well, I just want to go over like some points in his career where he was just like playing amazing. Like one of my favorite moments was um, was uh, in 2012-13 season when the Lakers started off um, like very like a bad record, and then the last like half of the season, Kobe was just on an absolute like killing spree. Like every game. For like seven games, he played almost every minute of each game. That's actually those seven games. The last game was when he got injured against the Warriors and he tore his Achilles. And after that injury, like Kobe was never the same because the year after that, he played six games. The year after that, he played 35. He had a shoulder injury. Like he just had injury after injury until his last year when he was already 37 years old. But that year, that when he was 17 season, 34 years old, was one of the best years of his career because there was plenty of games when he had 40 points. And ten assists, you know, like he was just, he was just killing it. Yeah. Right, right. Well said. A new, um, quickly here. If you, uh, a minute. If you like to yeah, jump yeah, in no quickly. problem. I just want to say one thing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mention anything about his daughter. So his, you know, so people would. He, he, I heard him telling Jimmy Fallon that uh, I was actually watching this today. He, you know, people would come up to him and be like, "Hey, man, you gotta have a son with you, V, meaning Vanessa. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, you gotta have someone carry on your legacy." And then, you know, he, he'll be with his daughter Gianna. Who have to pass away in the crash so sadly um 
And she'd be like, oi. That's the way he would explain it. He'd be like, oi, I got this. I got this. So, mm -hmm, you know, right. she was looking forward to, to carrying the mantle, you know what I mean? Carrying the torch for, for Kobe's legacy in terms of the Bryant, the Bryant family. And um, mm -hmm. honestly, right. I know, right, we're, we're looking to end it soon. But, I mean, if we get, like, a quick, like, literally five-second, um, you know, moment of silence, and then you could just time back in and, and you know, kind of, you know, you know, end this off, that'd be great, man. Sure, sure. Let's take a quick five-second moment of silence for Kobe and those who lost their lives that day. Thank you, guys. Um, so I think that's going to do it uh, for us today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but before we go, I'd like to share some uh, some final words with you all that I have prepared. Um, in the wake of this recent tragedy, I'd like to first take the time to acknowledge all the lives of the folks that were lost in that accident, aside from Kobe Bryant, age 41, his daughter, Gianna Bryant, age 13, John Kerry and Alyssa Altabelli, ages 56, 46, and 13, respectively. Christina Mauser, age 38. The pilot, uh, Ira Zobian, age 50. And Sarah and Peyton Chester, ages 45 and 13. I'd like for us to also remember all their families as well that, they're, that, are, that are grieving. Um, of course, Kobe's wife, Vanessa. And there are three other children, Natalia, Bianca, and Capri. This was a very, very sad day for so many people. Um, it not only affects the lives that were lost, but those of their loved ones as well. This was a tragedy, and it, and it goes to show you that things can change in an absolute instance. I encourage all of you out there listening and everyone on the show tonight to take some time to reflect. Reflect on your life so far. Reflect on your family. Reflect on your friends. Be grateful for what you have and who you have in your life. Cherish the days you have on this earth and, and live your life. Don't hold back. Go for what you want or for what you believe in. And just take the time to be thankful to those who have helped you along the way. Even if no one has helped you, just take the time to reflect and be grateful that you still have your life. Because as we all know, it can change at any given moment. I'd like to thank you, Obed, Chris, Anu, and John for being with me this evening. And to all the victims, may you all rest in peace in your eternal life. Thank you to all, and God bless. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>